The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Oh, Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Leaving February and heading into March. Ah, hi, it's Carrie. How are you? Name of this episode is Chud Good. That's a descriptor. It's good. It's not Chud Good. You'll understand. Coming up uh, in the program, we uh, raise a glass to Bill Paxton, who died. Uh, that's tragic. And uh, we'll get our, you know, the guys come in to talk about it. And uh, we got some uh, Logan news and some uh, casting news. And uh, also, you will learn the pitiful fate of Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. Chud good. I uh, want to thank all of our sponsors who make the show possible. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Been with us forever. Seven days a week, they're open. Hold service free. And with that, you get a discount of 10% off purchases of $20 or more. And you get the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Our friend Dave at Cabin Fever, located at the heart of Trolley Square, corner of 500 South and 700 East. From Aliens to Zorn, love is in the air at Cabin Fever. So much more. And a card store. Also, our friend uh, Daniel Cantu, Chef Daniel, home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. If you're having groceries delivered to your house with a recipe card in them, you're doing all the work still. Let Daniel do it. Cantuscatering.com, C A N T U S catering.com for more information. And his reusable containers are much better for the environment, I can tell you that. Also want to thank Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique. Go to blackvelvetboutique.com or go see them, 293 South State in Clearfield. And uh, say hi to them for me. They're open seven days a week. It is not a porn store or novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They have seminars and all that stuff there. Also, Salt Lake Comic Con presenting Fan X 2017, March 17th and 18th, two days at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Go to saltlakecomiccon.com. Stan Lee, Jason Momoa, Weird Al Yankovic, and us. We're going to be there as well, recording a live show. Get the full-time lineup and purchase your pass today at saltlakecomiccon.com. All right, let's get to the episode. Also, broken news in there. It's good. It's not chud good, but it's good. Pleased to enjoy. I would let her, I would pay her. I have a feeling Scott's going to get sold to the sex slave industry. That won't be the name of the episode. (laughs) No, that was six letters in a row. I'm glad I have you guys to mentor me. Please don't send any money. I've already peed in his driveway. It's becoming the mild card. That's the problem with a show like that. Nobody else does that. That's it. Boom. I will catch up and watch every episode of The Cape. Geekshowpodcast.com and we're back Woo! in the basement. Yeah. Lucky motherfuckers. That's <laughs> right. Oh. Count your blessings. What He's day, one, what, two, what three, day is four, it? This is the 27th. All right. Last last day of Six. Black History Month. Is it the last day? No. The last episode. We got one more day after this. Oh, okay. Yeah. 20, month? 28. Month. Month. I said month. You wait, said wait. Month. You said month. No. You're being ruthless with this, okay? 
Ruthless. Yeah. All right. What's ruthless? No, yeah, it's ruthless. It's uh, what happened to my wife's grandmother's old house last yeah. week when a tree fell on it. Ruthless. No. ruthless. Is that really it's, what happened to the old house? I don't know what the hell happened to it. It was all tilty when you posted that picture. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole roof caved in. Oh, really? Hot yeah. Tilt. Yeah. And I was like, wow. That's that's huh? that was a that was a good dodge. No, that, <laughs> no that would be now that would be ruthless. I didn't even think I'm of it that about way. Ruthless. Ruth. Ruth. Like you're talking about a, a complete absence of roof. Yes, I've talked. I've spoken this way since birth. So that's like <laughs> since birth. birth? So that no, since birth, sir. Birth. birth. I have spoken thusly since birth. So you're talking about? I bid thee farewell. I bid thee farewell, yeah. gentlemen. Farewell, sir. We <laughs> just started the episode. You're talking about Ruth's diner since Ruth died. Yes, Ruth. Liz. It's Ruth. Wait, isn't that that steakhouse? <laughs> uh, that's Ruth's Chris. Oh, that's yeah. the. Oh, I hate those people. Ruth's oh, Chris. Yeah, because they're they're conservatives. Fuck. Chris uh, is Ruth. Um, he's ruthless. Ruth. I don't know. It's Shannon Barnes and everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> God damn it! Welcome to our little cavalcade of comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is a cavalcade. I do a I do a second cavalcade of comedy and it's live insults <laughs> and trivia questions. At at Lucky the, thirteen. Oh, I was just at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, that's no. the sub, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Big Shiny Geek Show Pub Quiz every Wednesday eight thirty. Lucky thirteen. Get there early because there's never any seats. It does well. It does, it does well. well. They don't. They don't need us at all. But they're such awesome dudes. <laughs> They won't let us leave. Do you uh, try their Nacho Libre burger if they have it? Do you have a tip jar? You should have, a tip have a jar. Ah, I, mean, I think tip you should. Jar. You know what? The, the people's love is my tip. I think you should have a tip jar, but that's me. Uh, nobody put anything in it. I'm fucking mean <laughs> not, as fuck. Huh? Maybe, maybe a chicken finger. They not, would put nothing in it. Not even the people's tip. Nope. Not even the <laughs> not even tip. the tip. I'd give you a chicken finger. <laughs> He'd give you a chicken finger. He's Jimmy Martin. Jimmy hey, Martin, woo! everybody of the ooh, Martins. Ooh. Ooh. Hi. How's it going? Fine. What's up, doing good? What's up, Mr. Martin? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Working good grade. Where can we so bright? Where can we not get enough of you? Well, you can find me on KSL. Too much. Can't swing <laughs> a dead cat without finding him somewhere. Hey, you know what? We're number one in, in the ratings now. Nice. I know, right? Suck it. Hey, but Channel Four was first, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's the... weird because I, I was at Costco the other day. I went in to get some some frozen potatoes, and Jimmy was actually in there reviewing a movie. I know, right? <laughs> in the freezer case. Right next to those like dead pigs and sheep. I don't walk down that aisle, son. <laughs> <laughs> I always confuse Kat and take her down that aisle just to freak yeah, her out. Yeah, she no. gets mad. Yeah, that's that's the aisle where I say, "Honey, clo- close your eyes." Close your eyes. Yeah. Uh, big movie mouth off. Uh, you can read me in Slug. You can listen to me on the Arrow uh, Geek Show and Mediocre Show. He won't walk down that aisle. He's Lee George Cade. You know, close your eyes. I thought that was my that's... intro. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've walked down that aisle a couple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 right, come see me at uh, Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. I really do appreciate everybody that's come in to say hi, grab some nachos over the last couple weeks. I know you're geeks. I know you're my people because you mm-hmm. walk in. Acting all shy with your Deadpool shirt on. <laughs> I know you're my people. I know. <laughs> Just go ahead. No, no, they're, they're fine, upstanding people. Good. Every single one of them, except for the one guy. He yeah. can go to hell. Yeah. But the rest of them, you're awesome. Don't be shy. I love seeing you. Even if even if I do look like I'm, you know, sharpening a knife, it's probably because I'm actually sharpening a knife, not because I'm <laughs> mad at you. So, but I'd love to see you. We'd love to see you, man. Yeah, and sometimes Jay's there. And he just kind of walks around and says hi to people. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because I'll be in uniform. Yeah. more than half the yeah. time. It's it's pretty. It, that's pretty trippy for everyone. Yeah. Like, oh shit! It's a military person going inside a vegan. Re- <laughs> it, it's just, it is a weird thing to see. I didn't realize that until I left, and everyone was like looking at me like I'm like what? Well, my name is on the food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, once the once the kill master general resigns, you might have a new position. I don't know what for you're it. talking about. Ah. 
don't know what you're talking about. My name is just on the food. <laughs> His name is on the food. That's He's right. Jay Whitaker. That's right. Jay Whitaker, good morning. Get you some full Whitaker nachos at Lee's Restaurant. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. I taste good in your stomach. I feel good in your body. Mm. Take that however you want it. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I'm just doing... Right now, I'm kind of laying back. I know I got a show coming up in Seattle. I'll be uh, checking out Seattle. Probably, I think it's the 12th through the 15th. Or no, the 13th through the 15th. But before that, I'll be in uh, doing the Golden Spike Comedy Festival uh, March 10th through the 12th. Come sucks with me there. Um, also, for the for those that donated to uh, that came out to that show at the White Helmet, uh, with the, uh, the show, White Helmet, man. damn good show. We had a good time. A damn good show. Aaron Who was Wo- that last? Dude? Aaron Woodall. Aaron Woodall crushed on that show. I had a good set, but like that shit was. The un- lady that was un- on before un- you was hysterical too. Oh yeah, she um, was really funny. God, but, yeah. that Aaron dude brought the fucking, fucking house heat, down. Like, and yep. it it was a good show. We ended up raising about two grand, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, good. Um, so it was. It ended up being a great show. I mean, like, granted, the White Helmets is, does just fine on their own, but it was nice to do something positive. So yep. I really want to thank everybody for showing up for that. Um, just really, just follow me on Twitter and social media, uh, Snapchat, Instagram at it's Jay Whitaker. Indigo, Tango, Sierra, Juliet, Alpha, uh, Yankee, huh. Whiskey, Hotel, this Indigo, Tango, Tango, Alpha, Kilo, Echo, Romeo. I said Romeo this time for you motherfuckers that keep tweeting at me. Did he say Daddy I fixed Yankee? it for you guys. All right, we good now? What would you say before, Roger? Yeah, I kept saying Roger and everybody it's not the way you say it. Jay, yeah. you should know that. That's the I know I should Twitter know, handle. but but I know, but I'm in the Air Force. We do things differently. Like they, those guys are like tweeting fly. about armor. Did you say ar- fuck you, ar- Phil? Army. Oh, they were army. Yeah, they were army. We do things a little bit okay. different. They have ground They're mad at me right now. They're already tweeting. He's saying army only types with two fingers. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Jay Whitaker says army only types with two fingers. Tony just tweeted you twice about that. I love the army. They're good. He Read those tweets. They're that, good. I mean, like, I fucks with the Army. I mean, like, I was stationed at Fort Gordon for years. No okay. one, no one's arguing with you on this. Yeah, but I know the cyber warrior is about to tweet at me and, like, okay. I'm about to start an interstellar war. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait from the tweet. He doesn't like it when I talk bad shit about <laughs> other branches of the military. His name. No, let Carrie Is Quad T. <laughs> Desi- hey. Designated driver and producer of the program. Hey. I finally figured out that you're the jester. I'm the jester. After all these years of, of following, you know this this cyber spy and wondering who he was, <laughs> I'm now fairly sure it's you. <laughs> I was so happy to see your laptop at the Smithsonian Spy Museum. Well, you know, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he has, folks. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or check out the Gadget Spot if you like uh, podcasts about gadgets, uh, video games, and technologies. I'm on there with Excitable James, Jaron, and <laughs> Owen. And uh, we, we have a good time. But uh, now now we're on the Geek Show, yes. and we have a host. Oh, hi. Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, thank you. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Uh, we also, uh, geekshowpodcast.com is the website for the uh, podcast. Um, you can get our stuff there. We have merch. Uh, we got the flasks, the T-shirts, the hoodies, and the sunglasses uh, all there under merch. You know what? You don't do condoms anymore. You don't? They, no. They just don't want to let you print them anymore. Liability. <laughs> mm. Oh. Yeah. Never thought about that. I guess we had to pull out of that one. Yeah, we did. hey <laughs> I got it. This Up guy. Uh, we're, on the twi- we're on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Periscope, and the Snapchat under One Word Geek Show. Uh, the Instagram is uh, Geek Show Podcast. 
We're on uh, Reddit. Let me see how that works. There's it's, only one Geek Show, guys. That's all you need to know. That's all you need yeah, to know. It's r slash Geek Show, one word. Although all these, we need, we need to get a verified account. And if you text the word Geek Show, one word, to 33986, we promise not to bug you too much. I have no control over that, so I will not be texting you. At right. 3 in the morning. Uh, let's see what we got here. Okay. What news we got, boys? This is, this is Star Wars. What? Where? What? Where? Where? Hey! Do the song. Her hair is down! Do we have letters? No letters? Uh, not yet. Uh, next next episode. Uh, Star sure Wars. You yes. ready? Yes. Yes. Ready. yes. 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 The new novel, Star Wars Aftermath. <laughs> yes, the third one from Chuck Wendig. It will be out in two weeks. It'll be out in a couple of weeks. Who yeah. are you? I'm Lee George Cade. I love Star Wars. <sighs> Reveals... The fate of Jar Jar Binks. The pitiful fate. It says pitiful fate oh. of Jar Jar Binks. Why well, we got to talk about so this, really? Yes. Because you might actually enjoy the fate of Jar Jar Binks. Can the book be just 287 pictures of an urn? No. It's, <laughs> it's sadder than that. It's really sad. It's sadder it's than not that. Sad. Oh, Does he get addicted to like space heroin? No. <laughs> no. That no. used to be somebody. <laughs> Here we go. He's like, we used to be somebody. He's Here like Leonardo go. DiCaprio in the Basketball I Diaries. Knew, I knew Siddhartha Vader. <laughs> no, no. It's sad. Here we go. Um, now, the way that they write these, apparently, there's a main story, and then there's interlude chapters. They do, yeah, like we know what happened to Boba Fett's armor from the Aftermath books. There's some and these badass. Are, yeah, and these are canon. And they're really good. Yeah. It's the story of Snap Wexley when he's a teenager, and, and his mother, Nora, uh-huh. and Wedge Antilles, and a couple other rebels that are doing uh, basically side jobs in the year between Episode Four and the Battle of Jakku. Fake now, news. You said what happened to his armor? Wasn't he wearing it when he went down? Yes. So, Lisa said, "Won't talk to me no more." So did it just go? <laughs> no. There's uh, there's there's Jawas after after uh, Jabba the Hutt dies, uh, after the the great gangster and, and leader of the Black Sun Empire dies. The Jawas become emboldened because the Sarlacc was kind of a pet yeah. to Jabba, so they're mining it. The, the, the Sarlacc pit? The Jawas are, yeah. They're they're cutting into it. They've dug down and they're cutting into it God. because there's... Sarlacc steaks or what? There's thousands of years of stuff being digested So in Fett's there. not coming back. Some other dude goes, breaks into a Jawa sound crawl. Well, he's, he's, he's hanging out with some cop and this cop says, hey, I can I can take you inside and we can talk to the, the Jawas about some stuff. And the guy's trying to find mining equipment and the, the cop sees the armor and goes, oh, I'll be taking that. And, it turns uh, with me some peace. So, I'm gonna say, so, so Bubba Fett's not coming back. <laughs> uh, if he is, he's not in that armor. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> the the episode, the issue, the, the chapter, I wonder how books work. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, there's pages. The, the chapter, it's on page 92. Oh, so there's only a chapter about Jar Jar. Yeah, there's just yeah. one chapter. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought it was the whole no, book. No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, no. it's an interlude <laughs> chapter called Feed Naboo. Yep. All right. In the chapter, a young boy who in this article is not named, young boy is walking around the city, runs into an old Gungan yep. who is performing on the streets. The boy introduces himself to the creature, says Misa Jar Jar. I'm Kylo Ren. He's a street performer. He's a clown. Damn. So, Damn. Uh, so here's, here's some of the... I still don't feel bad here's some for of the, No, this, Wait. <laughs> This is, this is the sad part. All right. Since children started coming in by the shipload as refugees, the gun gun has served them, performed for the kids once or twice a day. He does tricks. He juggles. He falls over, shakes his head. His eyes roll around inside their fleshy stalks. He makes goofy sounds and does strange little dances. 
Sometimes it's the same performance repeated. Sometimes the Gungan does different things that you've never seen. Things uh, just a few days ago, he splashed into the fountain, the water fountain in the center of the town, and pretended to have streams shoot him way up in the air. He leapt straight up and then back down with a splash. He he leapt from a compass point to compass point, back and forth, before finally conking his head on the edge and plopping down on his butt, shaking his head, tongue wagging. The children laughed. Then the Gungan laughed too. The clown, they call him. Is he high during this? <clears throat> no. No, he's just old. Oh, jeez. Bring the clown. We want to see the clown. We like it how he juggles glombo shells and spits fish up in the air and catches them, or how he dances around and falls on his butt. Oh, I fucking hate him worse now. Wait. <laughs> the adults, though, don't say much about him or to him, and no other gun guns come to see him either. Nobody even says his name. The boy then asks him why that is. Why doesn't anyone talk to him? Jar Jar responds... My no so sure. The gun gun makes the hmm sound. Misa thinks it's cause a jar jar making some uh oh mistakens. Big mistakens. Der gunga bosses banished me longa ago. Misa no been to home in forevers. And Disa Hissa Nabu think I helped the uh oh empire. Cause he does. In episode two, he gives Palpatine emergency powers. It's all his fucking it's fault. It's all his fucking fault. Yep. And so he's paying for it. Basically being exiled from his home. Good. Street performer. Yay. Fuck Jar Jar <laughs> Yep, that's right. You heard it here first. Again for me. Fuck Jar Jar Binks. No sympathy for this motherfucker. Print that shit. I love. I love it. I love. Buy it. this book just for that. I love it. See, I was hoping he's gonna like ride on a ball and like break his neck in front of all the kids and they just keep walking away. No, like, <laughs> something like like you said when he cracked his head, mm-hmm. then he went home and fucking died from an aneurysm <laughs> in his sleep. Or, no, he just, was or just cracked his head in the fountain and just bleeds into it and the water just goes red. And then all the kids clap. Yay! Yay! Who wrote this? Uh, oh, Chuck Wendig. Chuck Wendig. No, yeah. that's brilliant because I mean, all right. First off, let's talk about the fact that Jar Jar was equated to uh, a minstrel show, Black America. Yeah. You know. Back in those days. And so, and I love the fact that all the other Gungans turned their back on him because that's exactly what happens when you do when you fuck up in the black community. They, they already, Look at OJ. They already had. We don't fucks with OJ no more. They already, they already had, even in the Clone Wars cartoon, he is something of a pariah. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't want him back in Gunga City at all. Yeah. Uh, and I love it. He's kind of a joke as a senator Be- um, because he gave power to Palpatine. Yeah, it was kinda, his vote. He's, he's kind of a he's kind of like a you know local politician who say leaks information from the FBI to the press because well, you know, he wants to keep an investigation going. It's it's strange that way. I'm, like, yeah. I'm surprised Trump didn't uh, try to. Uh, I want Jar Jar Binks for the head of education. Oh, <laughs> you not say that name. Everybody loves. Can you not say that name? It is a. It is Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, (laughs) it is a. It is an interesting end to his story arc. I love it. I think Jerry Lewis did it better. (laughs) I think it's fucking poetic. I've never been so satisfied with a fictional character right now. Like, (laughs) like why? Like, I have resolve. Best Black History Month ever. I'm going out on a high note. <laughs> I like how James, you guys can't see James, but he's behind the camera just 
very uncomfortable. He doesn't know what to say right now. You like the Jar Jar? Well, those books, uh, a lot of people have been giving the Aftermath books some shit because he actually writes them in a different text uh, uh, tense than people are used to in a Star oh. Wars book. Mm-hmm. So it's it's current tense instead of past tense. So he's writing it as the story happens. Yeah, so, God, somebody, get a fucking life. Get some real problems, Well, people. these are people Jeez. who... These, Christ. These are people who don't like the new canon, who really wish the expanded universe was still around. Well, they're, but, I mean, they're, they're bringing yeah. some of it in. They're, yeah. They are making the good parts work. Yeah. But Where's there's, there's in the first Wars. book, you see what Lando's trying to liberate... <laughs> Uh, trying to liberate Cloud City. Uh, it's a really great kind of a spy story going oh, on Oh, that's there. interesting. Yeah, because... Because, yeah, the Empire took it over. and he, The Empire he, took it over. He'd go take it back. So he gets a crew together, and it's kind of like a heist. So it's just one chapter, because the main story is about, about Snap, as he's... Mm-hmm. Him and his uh, his battle droid, Mr. Bones... And they kind of they kind of do these uh, they do these heists, you know. But there's there's all kinds of little background stories you find out about uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca trying to liberate Kashyyyk from the Empire, and they're they're fun books. I get a kick out of them. I can't get the image of Jar Jar not just floating in that fountain, like bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> twitching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, he, uh, I'm sorry, he uh, fell back. He hit his head. He's in a coma, and I'm afraid that... Somebody uh, help me, sir. <laughs> when the kid hops in there and just goes through, <laughs> goes through his pockets. Mr. Drowning! <laughs> no, they think he's playing. They think he's they think he's acting because he's the clown. They I jump on top that. of him. Mr. Life flashing before my eyes. Fuck Jar Jar. <laughs> I mean that shit so... This shit is happy. I'm I'm happy. Miss a side of it. He's like the, he is the Tyrone Biggums of the Star Wars world. Can't, can't drown. I'm sorry. He's amphibious. Yes, I was thinking you know, the same like, thing, but I wasn't going to point yeah. it out. I don't want to rain on that it, drowning parade. Didn't want to ruin the fun. Yeah, yeah. he's got a head injury. I just, that, I just pulled a deaf people reading braille. You did. No, no he's got a fucking head injury. He's going down. That's right. <laughs> head injury. No, it's, it's 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 you know hard to say whether or not that was his first head injury. <laughs> Gun get okay, okay, wait. So he's not drowning anymore. He's still. Stop laughing at me, sir. What's the equivalent of crack in Star Wars? Crack that would uh, there's death sticks, which are kind of like smoking crack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I would love to see like a. Uh, and then there's spice. Okay. The spice, the, spice could do it. Too. I would love to see I like that was a Dune. A Star Wars. No, spice is in both because he's Tyrone Biggum's version where Dune. Jar Jar bursts. He's like, did I miss the five o'clock death stick giveaway? Miss a second death for some death sticks. <laughs> it's got a really long, long mouth. Please, somebody draw. No, no. Can no? Can you please draw a Tyrone no. Bigham's Jar Jar Binks? I I won't because. Excuse me. Illustrate. No, I won't. You got me saying those. <laughs> wrote those textits. I think Jar Jar is a good lesson for people about yeah, how, how to make how, shitty how, characters. No. <laughs> yeah. Hear me don't out vote on and right. don't do death sticks. Hear me out on this. Make your point. He's, make your he's point. A, he's a character. He's a very flawed character. Poor execution. I mean, it was it was a lot of bad ideas coming together. Racist. Unintentionally, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think the intent was to put out a, a movie full of racist stereotypes, yeah, like I, the Trade Federation, oh, exactly. or, or Transformers. But, yeah. They cannot but break time, our blockade. I, I think it was a very, very powerful lesson for a lot of people. Don't but, make these kind of characters. But I won't. I won't draw char- I won't draw or depict Jar Jar dying in violent ways because ask Cat. She'll do it. <laughs> this is coming from the guy who did do the Last Supper drawing that Cat wouldn't touch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so. I just think he's a character that I want to have that conversation with people about the problematic areas of Jar Jar Binks, but not when they're kids, because kids dig they dug him. Well, it's he's true. a clown, and that's yeah. that's he was the slapstick comedy relief, not executed properly. I think that if uh, if if somebody had had the the problem with billionaires, 
<laughs> is that people were afraid to say, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. And yeah. so they, yep. they think about, oh, I loved these movies when I was a kid, not thinking they were racist as fuck. These Charlie Chan movies and these Step and Fetch It movies. And yeah. I'm thinking that. He's thinking, man, I love these. I want to do an homage to them. I want to do some some Al Jolson soft shoe with a with a reptile. Jesus, oh! And no one said, George, maybe that's not a good not idea. a good idea. You know, kind of like I don't know, not mentioning the Jews on Holocaust Memorial Day. I, I don't know, <laughs> not a good what, idea. Yeah. So it's a good lesson, I but I don't want to have that lesson with a little kid who watched one of those movies and thinks the Jar Jar is funny, because that's a lesson we can have when you're older. But I don't want to have it when you're watching his dismembered head being paraded around Comic Con. <laughs> I do, <laughs> yeah. and that's fine. You can. If I, you know what? If I see anybody cosplaying Jar Jar Binks, you won't. Fanex, and you won't ever. And you and you dressed up as doing street performance, I'll tip you. That's that's as much as you'll get. I'll tip you over, and maybe a dick punch. Oh. I'll drown you in a fountain. <laughs> Amphibious. And I'll, there, there are some, and I'll pull the plug on the machines keeping you there, alive. Lisa says pull the plug. There are some phenomenal interviews with Ahmed Best talking about that entire process. And, and they Is that are, the guy that played Jar Jar? Yeah. Okay. yeah. They, are, they are illuminating as hell because I mean, even he at one point, he says, I didn't realize that we were doing something wrong until I watched it. And then I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, Misa don't like this so much. <laughs> well, I've I've told the story a million times, but I'll tell it again. We we go to see Phantom Menace, and I'm sitting between my wife and her brother. <laughs> oh, no. And Drew, very oh, very way, proud. Jedi. Those people are Asian. Yeah, very proud Korean man, you know. And uh, the Trade Federation starts speaking, and he out loud says, "You're kidding." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here come the Jedi. You've got to be kidding. Boy, by the third movie, those accents were completely missing. Yep. (laughs) God. All right. Uh, Let's go to broken news. After these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what they got for us for the month of February. Prepare this month for Logan in theaters in March with $1 ones. This month, Marvel is offering classic Wolverine stories for just $1. Wolverine's full first fight with the Hulk, his battles with the Hand and Hydra, and the origin of X-23, all for a buck. Also, the JLA returns with fan favorite Lobo as its newest cast member. The newly assembled JLA has to stop a group of misguided maniacs before these extremists unleash their own brand of law and order onto our chaotic world. Hmm. Also, Super Sons, the sons of Batman and Superman, have graduated to their own monthly comic, but if they want to survive, they're going to have to share it. The debut issue looks at the lives of Robin and Superboy and their destiny to follow in their father's footsteps. And New York Times bestselling writer Warren Ellis, you know, Transmetropolitan, Red Red and Planetary, returns to D.C. to recreate Jim Lee's Wildstorm world. With this debut issue resetting the Wildstorm universe with new iterations of Grifter, Voodoo, The Engineer, Jenny Sparks, and others. Also, the Mighty Trump Kickstarter at MightyTrump.com. Long ago... In an age unremembered, when gleaming cities dotted the ancient world like jewels, each more marvelous than the last, hither came Trump the Mighty. Trump the Adventurer. He is without fear. He is better than any man. He's great. He's the best. Just ask anybody. Venture into a world of sword and sorcery and parody with the Mighty Trump by Salt Lake local comic creators Chris Hoffman and Andrew Ballin. Uh, They're open seven days a week. Their whole service is free, and with that you get a a discount of 10% off of purchases of $20 or more, and you get the previous catalog for free. Go in, talk to them, support local business, make a new friend. 2043 East, 3300 South 
It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for licensed action figures, tin signs, lunchboxes, and gift wrap. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever so much more than a card store. Picture it, 1982, a year before the Salt Lake Flood. Yes, we had one. Great films like The Thing, Blade Runner, Poltergeist, among others, are hitting the theaters. A little shop opened up in daunting downtown Salt Lake City called Cabin Fever, and they have been going ever since. Stop by Cabin Fever, let your geek flag fly, because being around for 35 years as a local shop catering to the meek, geek, and freak in in the community, it's not as easy task in our great state. Hell, anywhere. I mean, give your business to locals. Dave is a super nice guy, and he loves Geek Show podcast listeners. So just go in and, and, and just browse. The, it's just amazing the stuff they have, from lunchboxes to tin signs, licensed merch, magnets, retro candy, the perfect coffee mug, whatever. Cabin Fever is now located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. What have you been up to for the last 35 years? Stop by and let Dave know at Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Smells great, tastes even better. Full-service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. Or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking. Daniel's menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like. There's a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Chef Daniel, yes, I knew you were going to ask, can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, dairy-free. Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we've got farmer's markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries third shows, what have you, go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Broken news. Welcome to it. It's news. Woo! It's broken. Yay. How are you? I can't believe Hung I swept over. the Academy yeah. Awards. <laughs> well, that. Well, they haven't happened yet as we record this. Oh, I, but I'm from the future. Remember? Oh, that's right. I keep yeah. forgetting. I, I, I wasn't even nominated and I still won them all because you don't need to be qualified to win. That's right. Yeah. Uh, joining me for broken news, Shannon, Lee, and Jimmy. Yay. Yay. It was Jimmy's, Jimmy's birthday party last night. Yay. And you guys drunk so hard. I'm hungover and I wasn't even there. Oh, God. <laughs> I stopped by. I made a cameo appearance. Did you? did. Yeah. I heard you leave and then I was like, oh, I need to go say bye to Carrie and then you were just gone. I couldn't find you. I had quite an experience. I got lost in a lift trying to get home. Wait a minute. You live next door. Yeah, why, why is you going to live next door? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> It was after the... Okay. Oh. All right. After uh, karaoke. Got totally, <laughs> got totally lost coming got in the lift. I'm like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> I woke up on the couch fully clothed. All right. I just go, yeah. As, as you uh. do. Mm-hmm. Time travel. Uh. Mm-hmm. No, Jimmy was... Uh, I got there early. I got there about 6.45. And Jimmy was gone. 
at that point. Yeah, he I was, was he was I was flying high and fancy free. That's right. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I hung up for about forty five minutes or an hour, talked to everybody, and you know, then I couldn't find Jimmy to say goodbye. So I and my my Lyft driver Benjamin was here. So I had to... <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a double whammy. Um, Fisher Brewing Company opened up across the street from my house. Uh oh. And uh, because I backed them on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. I had free beer. Oh, oh wow! So oh, around five thirty, I was working my way through my growler. My wife wasn't feeling good, so there went my designated driver. <laughs> so Jimmy, I paced you. <laughs> from the confines of the oh. By the way, Fisher makes some damn good beer. They do. They do. They do. All right. Let's uh, start off with... Uh, no! Raise the glass. Judge Wapner. <laughs> Judge Wapner? No, he Judge didn't. Wapner died, too. He, did, he, did, he died, too. Yeah. yeah. He was 97 years 90 old. 90-something, yeah. He had it coming. Well, he, so, <laughs> he, actually, he was uh, guilty of AIDS. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. Uh, dun, dun, dun. He's he's now with Rusty the bailiff. They're together again. Oh, um, the greatest love story of all really, time. That was never written. It's a tale as old as time. Exactly. Uh, Bill Paxton. God damn that's this one. This that one was, was a, a shocker. I'll, I'll say this one. Uh, hashtag uh, game over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's I'm I'm gonna allow it from you because I love you. But <laughs> shut up. The social media people. Oh yeah, it's all over there. Stop it. Stop it. He did more memorable things. He was a giant pile of shit in Weird Science. I, I was, that's my favorite thing. It's like my same. favorite thing he ever did, Chet. My favorite Chet. thing he ever did was Martini Ranch. You two donkey dicks couldn't get laid in a morgue. <laughs> there you go. This is actually a band he was in. I can't even remember the years, how many years back. He was Late He 80s. was the punk yeah, that Arnold kicked the shit out of to get his clothes in Terminator. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, do- he he went in the water for that fucking necklace in uh, Titanic. Mm-hmm. He was uh, yep. he was Agent Garrett on Agents of Shield. He was on. He was that used car salesman in True Lies. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a great fucking. Movie. Him and James Cameron were good friends. They were. He, yeah. he uh, Cameron wrote a nice uh, piece about him. It's it's on the internet. Was he in the Abyss? Probably. I would, <laughs> I would be surprised. This is Bill Paxton. This is Paxton's band. He does the reach part. Okay. And he's in the video. It's. I think it's his brother and him yeah. that are doing it. I remember the song. When the shadow of the night came on. Ah! Here, we, here we go. There's Bill Paxton part's coming up here. He's the cowboy. That's Paxton. Here he is. I heard him say. <laughs> my my favorite part that he did was in uh, Near Dark because he had razor sharp oh. spear, spurs on his cowboy boots. Oh, he's movie. so good in that. And Great there's movie. a scene where he hops up on a bar, and there's all these shit kickers in the bar, and uh, he he and, and Vasquez and uh, and yep. Bishop are vampires. Oh, really? Yeah. So and they worked again. So it's, it's Lance Henriksen. I can't remember the lady's mm. name that played uh, that played Vasquez and Aliens, but loved her. Uh, and I, they I, they had a bus that was all painted shut, but but he he. Was walking down the bar and slitting throats with his spurs. Yeah, oh. such a cool movie. Um, uh, Tombstone as well. He was oh, yeah. Tombstone. He yeah. was Brett White. Oh, and I brother. love the Polygamous series too. He was uh, oh, yes, Big Love. Big Love. He was I terrific in Big Love. He was in uh, Apollo thirteen. Uh, he was in uh, the Circle. He F5, was, he Finger was, of God. That's right. That's Twister. A, Twister. Twister. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he is the. Only one, he is one of only two actors to have been killed on screen by an alien, a predator, and a terminator. Yeah. Wow. Lance Henriksen is the other one. Oh wow! I, I'm just looking at. His, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at his IMDb page. He's <laughs> in that upcoming uh, Training Day show. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's a ser- It's on now, and oh, it's, it's not doing well. Yeah. They're saying that it probably wouldn't have survived this season. 
But well, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jeffy and I, we we went to um, Universal Studios mm-hmm. of Orlando mm-hmm. a couple of times together. Mm-hmm. And our favorite thing before they tore it down was that stupid Twister <laughs> experience. Twister. Oh yeah, Twister yeah. ride. F five finger God. <laughs> That's so stupid. So uh, he was yeah. in, he was in Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, God, he did so he much. A good one. He was actually really a good. Well, he was yeah. a really nice guy too, and really smart. Um, I, I again, there thou shalt have no other podcast before before ours. But um, Mark Maron interviewed him about a month ago. Oh, really? And uh, Mark Maron does a good podcast. So it was a number two or number three show. Is, yeah. Lee, he was in your favorite movie, Boxing Helena. And that was not my favorite movie. <laughs> oh, that's right. We walked. We out all of walked that out one. of that one. You, you are, um, you are fake news, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. All right. So that uh, sucks. Oh right, man! That. If only that movie had had monkeys. The only uh, person happy about this is is Bill Pullman. <laughs> yeah, he was a predator too. He's going to double his work. <laughs> Who, unfortunately, Robbie Fetris has been reporting is dead all morning. <laughs> <laughs> I actually oh, wrong one. I actually did I a round. It. I did a pub quiz round. Is it <laughs> Paxton or Pullman? Paxton or Pullman? Yeah. They, <laughs> it, was, it was a thing. They were always, you know. Anyway, all right. Uh, the other thing that I hope that you have seen, and if you haven't watched it yet, speaking of Alien, because pa- uh, Pullman was, Paxton was in it. There I go. Pullman Paxton. Um, the Alien Covenant, uh, they're calling it a prologue trailer. It's like yeah. four It's like four minutes of the movie. Yeah. Really? And it's out there, and it's and it, it looks like the first movie. It huh. really does. Huh. It, it, it just, I'm really, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really when looking it, forward so to it. So it's set before... It is it is a direct sequel to Prometheus. Yep. Okay. I really like Prometheus though. I'm going to go back and I'm, I'm excited gonna, for the next one. I'm going to go back yeah. and look at it again before this. This opens May it's, 19th. It's so. a, it's a movie that gets a lot of shit that actually had a lot going on mm-hmm. for it. It just wasn't the alien movie that people yeah. thought they he, wanted. Yeah. But remember, Fox made some really shitty Aliens movies for a while, so... I don't know what you're these. talking about. They're all fantastic. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So there's that. Uh, go and look at that. I know you're going to want to see that. Uh, we need to do some correction because I fell for some fake news. Whoa! Fake news! Look, last look, week. I'll tell you what I want. If I want you to hear it, you'll hear it. Um... <laughs> Because last week I told you that uh, there would be a scene at the end of Logan that was not seen for you guys. Uh, I did I'd hear about this. Uh, and uh, and I I didn't like the source, but I went with the story anyway. Did you? Yeah. Did Kids. you report from Latino Review? No. Okay. One one that's actually a little bit more better <laughs> than that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, what he has said, James Mangold has confirmed there is no post credit scene for the movie. Uh, now he's stating that it will have something extra for the fans, but instead of being after the credits, maybe it's before the movie has started. Whatever that means. Well, okay. so, so I don't know if it's right. like a teaser or if it's like Hugh Jackman saying, like, thanks for coming. Well, and, and back to that. Uh, he's doing push-ups with Patrick Stewart on his back. <laughs> well, see, here's, here's the thing. Remember we, we said last week that, that, that Jackman said, I am done. He, oh, yeah. He had an official yeah. statement, I am done. And Patrick Stewart in that same story said, well, that's 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 him. That's not me. I, I never said that. Mm-hmm. Take it back. Uh, he uh, previously, you know, he was he was saying maybe maybe not so much. Uh, well, this is a, a statement in the in its entirety. He was interviewed and this is what he said. A week ago, Friday in, night in Berlin, the three of us sat watching the movies, talking about him and Hugh Jackman and James Mangold, the director. Watching Logan? Watching Logan. I want to be there. And I was going <laughs> to be sitting right between them. And I was so moved by it, much more moved than I had been the first time seeing it. Maybe it was the company of these two guys, but the movie ended, 
and this is an admission, but at one point, Hugh reached out, took my hand in the last few minutes, and I saw him go like this. He started wiping a tear from his eye. And then I realized I had just done the same thing. The movie ended. This would be so much better if I was saying it like Patrick Stewart. And then we were, no, I'm not going to. Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> and then we were going to be taken up on stage, but not until the credits were over. So we had some time to sit there. And as I sat there, I realized there will never be a better, a more perfect, a more sensitive, emotional, and beautiful way of saying au revoir to Charles Xavier than this movie. So I told you that evening, I'm done too. Oh, wow. It's all over. Oh, 18 years of playing that part. So... That's that's how much they think of this movie. I can't remember if I said it when I was when I was reviewing it with like I said spoiler free. But there's a line in the movie where uh, Xavier looks at Logan and goes, "When we found you, you were fighting people in a cage at a you know in a bar." Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as I was watching, I'm like, "Holy shit! That was 17 years yeah, ago. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. That was. And the fact that, that that's in this like book of films yeah and, and, and no shit this is like you you close it and you put it on the shelf and go that was a great fucking story mm-hmm. yeah. so you know i and on that <laughs> note on that note let's stop doing x-men movies no, you think i think you oh i'm yeah, take, I, take them a different direction because they are working on another, another one, one. No, yeah that yeah. let's let's just be done i what's it called but i'll say supernova or something like that oh, <laughs> i know they're they're talking about doing another phoenix story and yeah, that's it's fine a, it'll but be a phoenix uh, story. i i would love for x-men to go to television where it can be told well, properly i know well. i know at the table i'm the only one who's seen it but like i've no like no joke it's funny like i'll be like fuck i want to see it again mm-hmm. so yeah. bad but then i'm like and it was funny because Count, Count saw it, and he goes, oh, I'm going to take my wife to it this weekend, like, mm-hmm. as, as we record this this weekend. Yeah. I go, yeah, it doesn't come out to March 3rd. He goes, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rachel, Rachel is so fucking Rachel, no, Rachel wanted to see it last weekend, because she was like, well, Jimmy <laughs> saw it two weeks ago, so I figure it'll be out this week. Oh, no. No, they no. Were, they're that proud of it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to have a Mighty Marvel weekend. I'm going to get my copy of Doctor Strange and then go and see Logan. And you need to see fucking Batman, buddy. Oh, and I need to see Lego Batman. It's yeah. cute. So good. Um, it's better than that. It's <laughs> super cute. Back to your X-Men on TV. Yes. Well, Legion is doing it wonderfully. Yes, it is. But, yes. th- but there is a X-Men... TV series that they're making right now. Great. Oh, and they have just uh, cast uh, one of the mutants. We know Blink will be in it. Last time we saw no Blink, shit. yeah, was in Days of Future Past, yeah. and it was played by Chinese actress Fan Bingbing. Uh, but they have now cast Clarice Fong, okay, as Blink, um, and she will be in this X Men TV series. I want them to purple up her skin. I, I have to say something. Yes, uh, I, I I bite my tongue. I break my finger. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Legion is actually really good. Oh, you're in. <laughs> you're in. You're in. It's oh, so fucking good. Good. <laughs> Apparently, I slept through all the good parts. Yeah. Good. I'm I watched glad. the first episode. It was the other night. Cat uh, uh, fell asleep, and I was like, uh, and she's been watching. She likes it. And uh, but I was like, yeah, I'll give another shot. Yeah. And, I, and I watched. I go. Oh. I gauge the quality of a show, like how good it is, by how often my wife puts down her crochet project because she's yeah. always crocheting. Yeah. My wife is yeah. constantly crocheting. And that's something that she's kind of looking, kind of watching, kind of looking, kind of watching. Mm-hmm. So it's not really mm-hmm. active engagement. That's what Kat was with uh, painting. Two minutes in, she project's down. She's watching. <laughs> now, I was at an event this weekend and mm-hmm. uh, uh, this girl approached me about Legion. Okay. And said it's as good as, as you guys kept saying it was. Mm-hmm. 
And she wanted to know about the yellow-eyed demon. And I couldn't remember exactly what you had said about the yellow-eyed demon. It the is sh- not Mojo. I'm pretty sure King. it's the Shadow King. The Shadow King. That's, that's my that's my personal What's belief. What's his name? Abin? Uh, I something. don't know, because I'm going to give him... And, I'm going to call him by the same name Apocalypse has. And he's and he's from another country? Yeah, uh, he's Middle Eastern. Now. Middle Eastern. Yeah. 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 He's, the, he's the guy that, like, he possessed Storm when she was a little street urchin. Okay. And, All uh, right. And he also... Uh, but he's, he's a telepath, right? Mm-hmm. And a telekinetic. He's, and a telekinetic. He's so. second only to Xavier. Okay. And Xavier can psychically imprison him, but he's constantly fucking with Xavier. So this is my theory. Uh-huh. Ready? And this mm-hmm. is not a spoiler. This is just my fan theory. theory. Everything that we're seeing in the show is not happening. Okay. Ooh. Do you think he's... Sent- he's being manipulated by the yellow-eyed demon. So, wait, Everything he's, that... He's sitting in a bed kind of thing? Or? I think that David is in a bed somewhere unconscious. Which would fit. Yeah. Which and would fit. That would be the the last episode. Not- that's just my theory. Oh, that's your like, season finale? That would be my theory. Yeah. 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 And it's, there, there's a lot going on. Like, the, the whole thing where he and his, uh, he and his little buddy are smoking... Uh, what I think is mutant growth hormone out, yeah. of, a, out of a fall out of a frog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh Yeah. I I still haven't seen the third episode yet. I need oh, to go I haven't watch watched it. it so, so good. good, so good. I watched the first and the second back to back and I just like I, I, I honestly I was sitting there watching going Yeah, I fucked up. Mm. No, we, we we went down the uh, Man in the High Castle rabbit hole this week. Oh. which is not something you want to watch in the current political situation. No, too frightening. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> I love you guys were talking about Flash last night at the party, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I go, "I haven't really caught up on Flash, but I'm all so caught up. On sh- I'm all caught up on Shark Tank." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Shield. Our, our friend Paul excited. lives about five houses down from yeah. me, and I swear to God, we were watching it at the same time because the neighbors kept coming out of their house and staring. Was this the Gorilla City? Oh, it's oh, so good. Shit. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, the whole time I was going, "Wow, well, we'll see how they look in." You know they're going to keep showing them in shadow, but then they they showed one in full daylight. <laughs> they look really great. good, right? They, look they great. spent some money, and, uh, and they didn't have armor. I was like, oh, that, well, they need armor. Yeah, that was fun. That mm. was fun. And oh, here's a confession. Mm-hmm. I'm back in Supergirl. It's a good show. So good. I love that show. I, I'm, I'm back into it. I, yeah. My take at the beginning was it's not for me. I see yeah. that it's good, but it's not for me. But now I'm I'm interested now. Yeah. Go so, back and catch up on on last season if you haven't, because and, there's a there's a battle with a white Martian. No, I did see that. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've been watching it. Okay. I've been watching it for for the podcast so gotcha. that I can keep up. But the other thing, I hope you guys have seen the, the mid season finale of Shield. Not yet. I have not yet. I got to catch up. Oh, oh the mid season finale. This this one that this I most the recent mid-s- episode. That, okay, because it's going away for a month or so. Oh, it is. Yeah. So it's like the It'll second mid season finale. Yeah, that's how the they, last one was when they tied up Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's how they do on them. And that's days. the last episode I watched. No, the, it's it's going to continue the LMD storyline, but they won't. They'll be back in a month or something like. <sighs> okay. That. It's it's so fucking. Cool. <laughs> I have to catch up. <laughs> That's what uh, Egg was freaking out about yeah. it. So, so I gotta, good. Anyway, I'll probably catch up today. Uh, yeah, let me know. All right. Um, more news. Um, hey. But Shark Tank is like really good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they keep turning down my project. Amal Farouk. <laughs> Amal Farouk, very good. Oh, that's the yellow-eyed see, demon's name. Yeah, yeah. and you see you. pictures of him. I mean, he's he's creepy, and he's got big teeth and yellow that's eyes. Him. That's him. Yeah. yeah, interesting. And you would think that. No spoilers, but considering who David is, you would think that the uh, that that the Shadow King would definitely be out want to fuck, fuck with him. him. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Warner Brothers has uh, they're putting together a Nightwing movie. Really? I thought. Yeah. Is it like a live action? Or is it like a Lego? live action? No, it's it's Nightwing. Chris McKay. It's going to be you know Nightwing. So tied into right. this current continuity, which then. is which is you know because we haven't seen Robin. 
Just as just as a costume, just as graffitied costume, mm-hmm. yeah, and as Warhammer. Um, so there's that. Uh, anyway, so the, yeah, that is moving forward. That's a, that's a real thing. Uh, Matt Reeves did sign the contract to direct the Batman. I guess whatever differences they had last week are over now. So that's w- that's going forward. I want you to add another zero to that check. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got casting for uh, the CW's uh, Black Lightning show. It's just a pilot. Uh, a guy named Cress Williams, who's an older guy. He was born in 1970. I say older guy compared to the CW's other right. superhero shows. Uh, but uh, so say, that's he's only 46. Yeah, that's just a pilot. So that's going for. He's playing Black Lightning. He is Black Lightning. Huh. Yes, retired. Yeah. Oh, retired. But then he gets pulled back in. Uh, let's see. Oh, the best casting of the week though is one that I don't see anybody talking about. Best casting of last week. For the Inhumans. Oh, yeah. No, this is perfect. And, and I don't know whether to call it a movie or a TV series. Because it's debuting it, in theaters. The, the first two episodes debut in theaters, and then the rest of it is on yeah. TV. Maximus the Mad has been cast. Oh, I saw this, yeah. Yeah, I did not. Uh, Ewan Rehan from Game of Thrones. He's the bad guy who got ate by his own dog. Fucking Ramsey, that piece Ramsey. of shit Ramsey. Oh. That piece of shit yeah. Ramsey <laughs> yeah. is perfect for Maximus he's, oh, the Mad. He, he, and he looks he's a like great, the drawings. And he's a great actor, too. And, yeah, yeah, good actor. Look, looks looks like the character. Yeah. yeah. He's I had, perfect I had him. to kind of explain Maximus to my wife, because she's like, oh, he always, he's always going to play bad guys. I'm like, Maximus isn't technically a bad guy. He's just insane. I mean, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he had a revolution that he threw just because he was bored. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the latest iteration of Karnak, the way they're doing Karnak now, mm. is absolutely perfect, cool. spot on in the comics. If you if you take a look at, I it. love those characters. I can't wait for this shit. So that's that's going to be cool. And then finally, great news: we got the uh, premiere date for the new Mystery Science Theater. They still haven't told us what movies they're going to be doing yet, uh, but it's uh, Friday, April fourteenth, on Netflix. That's nice. so soon. Yes. How, uh, are you, how are you holding yourself together? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm medication. You've got um, Iron Fist <laughs> coming up so soon. Yeah. And, uh, so Jonah Ray. Too many shows. Jonah Ray is the. Uh, he'll be the Joel Mike character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same robots with different voices. Uh, but here's here's the other thing, and a lot of people have not been talking about this. It's Kinga Forrester, Doctor of Doctor Clayton Forrester, mm-hmm. played by Felicia Day. Yep. And um, son of TV's Frank, <laughs> Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man. As the mad scientist. So that's coming out on Netflix? Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, so are they, re- are they releasing like the whole season? Yeah. Probably, if they, they follow do. that model, April 14th. It's uh, like 13 episodes. How long were the say. episodes back in the day? Like, like an hour and a half? Full movie. No, full movie. Yeah. Two hours. Yeah, but Two it, started, hours. it started on Comedy Central mm-hmm. like way, way back when. And so I think that and, and whatever Bill Maher was doing were the only yeah. two things Comedy Central had going on. It was, uh, it was two hours. Yeah. And uh, then they tried syndicating it, cutting it into hour. Mm-hmm. You know, so you'd watch the first half of the movie one week and the second half of the movie yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. Didn't work too well, but uh, it was it was interesting. Do you guys finish uh, Santa Clarita Diet? Yep, I haven't, I haven't even started yet, but Neither I hear uh, everybody you, you, everybody who's seen it said it's good. You really want to because of who her husband is and the fact that he's doing comedy. Is, I hear uh, he, he does well. Timothy Oliphant, right? Timothy yeah. Oliphant, yeah. and he does comedy. So well that you kind of wonder how he managed to make it to this tender age without. See, so when they brought him up as a possible Tony Stark, they were talking to him and he'd be a good Tony Stark. Stark. Yeah, At first, good. I thought no. Yeah, but now that I know that he can do comedy and he's he, got the timing, then maybe he can pull it he off. He actually, I mean, Drew Barrymore's got some chops. She's mm-hmm. got some comedy chops. Oh yeah, and she. Well, plays, she was in Firestarter. She plays. <laughs> she plays the straight man. She was in, in the Blended. Show. 
<laughs> anyway, it's it's disgusting. I will tell you that. Do you, uh, no, the corpses in that fucking show. Yeah. I've watched like probably about half of one of the episodes. Cat, cats. I think she's watched all of it. But like, mm-hmm. there's one where she's got a corpse in the bathtub. Yep. And she's got to she's, she's got to eat it before the cops come, which is like 200 pounds of fucking meat. Yeah, he's a chunky oh. dude. And, and so first, I went. Ugh. First, I don't know if I could watch it. First episode, she eats Nathan Fillion. Oh, good. And yeah, I I mean, the, the scene the scene where her husband finds her eating Nathan Fillion. I mean, there's. There's torso and head. Well, she's well, this one like he's like cut off at the waist. Yeah, and, and she's like, I'm getting full. And she's got like a fucking like beer belly gut yep, hanging out. Yep. And then she goes, "Oh God, he's so fucking hairy." And yep. she goes, <laughs> and like pulls out a fucking like Yuck. a hairball. Oh, funny. So and I just go, "This is fucking disgusting." I mean, I'll I'll get to it, but there's just so, there's too there's many so shows. Too many shows. Right good shows. Oh, there's a part where she's like, "Oh, because she, she can't eat normal food when you're a zombie." She's like, "But if you ever miss pizza, just eat a guy who just ate pizza." Oh, gross. <laughs> I mean, like I'm. Yeah, there's, there's so, too many shows. I'm like, I'm. There's so many. I mean, and did you see the new Shark Tank? No, it's so fantastic. I, I've been stuck. There's a show on M, uh, M, uh, MSNBC that I've been watching. Yeah, it's the, uh, <laughs> the news, the, the series finale of the United States of America. Oh it's so yeah, fucking, it's just I can't turn away. It's, I'm, it's, I'm, a, long, it's a long show. I guys, I, it's been irking me. Who the fuck doesn't go to the correspondence dinner? I know. What a pussy. Yeah. Orange forty five. Jesus Christ. Does it every time. I don't want to go. They're going to make fun of me. I don't like them. Depressed. They're terrible. I, I don't like them. Stop it. It's uncanny and I want to hit you. All right. <laughs> uh, anything else uh, before we go? Oh, I, I got to review a movie. Oh, you, uh, I didn't think anything opened this week oh, because God, of the they Oscars. Did. But... There were three movies that came out. Oh, the uh, uh, Jordan Peele uh, horror film. That was Get Out. Get Out. They didn't screen it. They did not. So I didn't see it. You haven't seen it yet? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Because everything I've read is, is it's great. I heard it's good. Yeah. And then uh, Collide, which is with... Uh, is it Nicholas Holtz? Clyde or Collide? Collide. Okay. Uh, and uh, Anthony Hopkins and Sir Ben Kingsley. Apparently, it's been sitting on the shelves for years. Yeah. And they just didn't know what to do with it. They're like, oh, fuck, just get rid of it. Go, go, go. God damn it. And so there was that one. The one I did see, and I'm actually shocked that they did. I'm going to make this real quick. Uh, Rock Dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Uh, that looks like I a finally fuck. saw a commercial for that. Looks like it, a turn. It I'll looks say this. Awful. I laughed more than I thought I would, which is still like, Three or four times, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but I will say this though: when an animated movie is only eighty minutes long, and credits are usually five minutes, but animation is always longer, so that's like because so many people work yeah, on them. Exactly, so eight minutes. So it's essentially like a seventy-two minute movie. Like, I don't think you can really give it like a horrible grade in the sense because like by the time you blink, you're like, oh, it's done. Oh, good, yeah. oh. good. Yeah. Oh, we, we go, go home. home. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I felt super bad for you, except right. Before I saw the picture of you sitting in the theater, yeah. uh, I had been using a plunger to extract a syringe that a junkie flushed down the toilet at my restaurant. Nice. So I, I was sitting there thinking. Wait, how did you know it was down there? Huh? How many stars did you well, get that, Lee? No, because my toilet wasn't flushing. Oh. So I went to work. There's a syringe. Yeah. Gross. Yay, junkies. So for a minute, I felt bad for you. And then no, I don't. Thought, no, I just got a syringe out of the toilet. <laughs> don't do not I don't. feel bad for me. Uh, so, Rock Dog, one, one, one star. One star? Yeah. Uh-huh. One? Yeah. One. Cool. Yeah. I'm All never right. going to watch it. No, don't. Yeah, I have no intention. Don't. I'm so happy to have adult children now. Cause... But I will say, <laughs> uh, yeah, in ne- in a week, Logan. Love of God, mm-hmm. go see fucking Logan. I was talking about this movie last night with like five different people and just telling them, like, I, uh, the, the way I explained this is the first minute I said on the, on the episode the other day. Yeah. Just fucking murders everyone. 
That's what that's what I've been telling people Jeez. is you're, Jimmy says best X Men movie ever. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all of them, and not for kids. No, super murdery. So, fuck, well, I mean, like, fuck. I mean, like, shit. That's still in my head. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, the fuck was I, that? I remember sitting in a theater with my dad screaming at a lady because she brought a kid to see the original RoboCop. So yep. uh, people are stupid and they don't think about what they're bringing their kids to yep. see. I want to see it and I can't find a babysitter. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly how it it's goes. It's an X Man's. It can't be bad. Yeah. I get away with that on the radio. I can play that. He was in stripes. He was in stripes. Can you? He, he was. He was cast as soldier. You can't play shit here. I used to be able to. Well, I know, but you broadcast down to Provo, so they'll they'll, they'll throw some shit at you. That's true. Yeah. He was in Streets of Fire. As Clyde, the bartender. Oh, really? That's a good movie. You, got, you used to play this. I know. Yeah. Well, then Janet Jackson happened. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nipplegate. He was in one episode of The Hitchhiker. <laughs> People <laughs> wonder why I'm so mad at uh, at Justin Timberlake. and It's right there. Yep. It's his fault. We can't say shit on the radio anymore. <laughs> he was in Navy Seals. And Predator 2. He was, in, he was in everything. He was in everything, yeah. Trespass. Man, I'm so happy and full of life. Yep, here we go. Well, I guess it was a, like a total shocker. He, it was complications from yeah. surgery or something? Yep. I hope it was like a necessary surgery. You I know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not like a Joan Rivers here thing? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was in Mighty Joe Young. He Poppy was. Joe Wong. That's right. Yep. Right. He played the gorilla. So weird. All right. Well, oh, all right. Let's get back to this episode. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Chud good. Chud good. Chud good. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's not chud good. It's not chud good. <laughs> Play the game. Woohoo! <laughs> it's good. It's not chud good. You know. Well, this. This is good. This is chud good. All right. Uh, back to the episode. Please to enjoy. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. 
With 17 years' experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. Salt Lake Comic Con presents FanX 2017, March 17th and 18th at the Salt Palace Convention Center. All your information is at saltlakecomiccon.com. There are many Comic Cons around the country and the world, but there's only one FanX. Backed by popular demand, Salt Lake Comic Con is excited to announce FanX 2017, March 17th and 18th at the Salt Palace Convention Center. The main goal of FanX 2017 is to produce an intimate, fun, family oriented, unique, and even more affordable fan experience. For the attendees, you can shop hundreds of merchandise vendors and talented artists, meet celebrity guests like uh, Stan Lee, it's his, the legendary comic creator's last appearance, Jason Momoa, Aquaman and Game of Thrones, Bonnie Wright from Harry Potter, Weird Al Yankovic is going to be there, John Rice Davies from Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Princess Bride stars Carrie Elwes, Wallace Shawn, and Chris Sarandon. You can meet the duo from Psych, Dulé Hill and James Rode, and of course, Geek Show Podcast will be there as well. Get the full lineup and purchase your pass today at saltlakecomiccon.com. And we're back. Yay. All right. Yes. I've got some comic book news. If if Jar Jar gets his own spinoff. No, it's, it's, but it's pretty fucking weird. They still write Speaking of weird comic books, I read the vision trades you gave me. Those were good. That's a good read, isn't (laughs) it? And they, yeah. They made my wife sad. (laughs) I was going to say, I got done reading (laughs) Uh, They were sad. They were a little sad. Here's the thing. I forgot that I keep a lot of my comic books in the backseat of my car. When I Uh go to pick up my son, Uh (sighs) he happened to read those. Oh. He happened to read all the vision trade cover to cover. Um... He loves it. It's yeah, exactly. You're shaking. It's awfully he- heavy for super for, heavy. Yeah, I, and I was like, oh shit! I because it's like you know, questioning the your existence and life exactly. and death. But and no, he loves which it, which means it was the right age to read it. Oh, yeah. he's nine. <clears throat> yeah, but, but here's some. Uh, I read Strange New World when I was nine. I turned out okay because um, yeah. you know, <laughs> Warner Brothers is DC, <laughs> DC Comics. Yeah. They're bringing some Warner Brothers characters in. Oh, I've heard about with this. DC characters. How okay. what? So you're getting mighty DC team ups in a way, okay. but with Looney Tunes. Animaniacs. You ready? Yes. Jonah Hex and Yosemite Sam. Yeah, that fits. <laughs> that is that, fits. that is uh, am... that is the best gay romance premise I have ever read. I know, right? Because if they if they fall in love and get married, I will. The next one. Martian Manhunter and Marvin the Martian. Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay, makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's two for two. They're gr- these yeah. are great. The Flash. No. And Speedy Gonzalez. No. Lobo and the Roadrunner. What? Oh, uh, is he trying to kill the Roadrunner? Wiley runner? Coyote hires Lobo. Fuck <laughs> it. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. But the Roadrunner died in that Tiny Toons movie. And they then finally, this. true. Yeah. Finally, this. How I spent my summer vacation. Which yeah. I and I can't even imagine this one. 
Batman and Elmer Fudd. <laughs> what? These are real. Are they working together? Or is it... These are real. Oh, he's, he's, I'm he's, hunting uh, Batman. He's, maybe, he's... maybe Batman's just like uh, Elmer Fudd's uh, you know, mentor, I think trying he's to gonna... teach him how to, how to be a good hunter or something. You can just, <laughs> you can just, re, just redo the episode with Egghead from Batman 66 with Elmer Fudd playing well, Egghead. And actually, Karen, I read, uh, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. that so that... Whole Hanna Barbera thing that they've done has been oh never mind I've, I've got, got that right here. Yeah. So well, I've been fucking good at this. I've been reading Future Quest. The Flintstones comic is I want to and, and I hear good things about the yeah. Flintstones comic. I do want to see the the scene where Elmer Fudd and uh, Batman corner Joker, and Batman like won't do anything about it, and then Elmer Fudd just blows a hole through his chest with that, with that, <laughs> with and, and it kills him, and, and uh, Elmer's surprised because uh, every I've time been, he would I've shoot, been practicing my aim. Yeah, every time he shoots somebody in the head, they never die. So he's, then, he's know, shocked. Joker's just standing there with his lips on the back of his head, and he goes. Mm. <laughs> so they've That'd been be great. so they've been doing these 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 uh, Hanna Barbera characters as well, in, in mm-hmm. these and and they're reimagining them. The post apocalyptic Scooby Doo is my favorite of. The I lot. hear it's very good. That makes it make sense. Snagglepuss. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, you two probably don't remember that. No. Google image Snagglepuss. Okay. I know Snagglepuss. Yeah, having some Murkatroids. There you go. There you go. Are you wild. fucking... What? Okay. What? I thought you were too young. What? I know you... I don't. I didn't know you get haircuts, but I do know who <laughs> Snagglepuss is. All right. Tony didn't know. So I'm Google is Snagglepuss. All right. He's being... Oh, the Pink Panther? No, no, that's Snagglepuss. Man, you acting real stupid right now, dog. <laughs> he's currently... Now, the guy, Mark Russell, who's doing the Flintstones comic, is now in charge of the new Snagglepuss book, and he says, I envision him like a tragic Tennessee Williams figure. Huckleberry Hound is sort of a William Faulkner guy. <laughs> They're in New York in the 50s. Marlon Brando shows up. Dorothy Parker, the socialites of New York from that era, come and go. I'm looking forward to it. And he's also gay, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm doing Snagglepuss as a gay Southern Gothic playwright. Oh, Jesus. What? Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm so fucking in. He says he will explore the gay subtext of working on Broadway in the middle of the 20th century while telling an intimate tale about the creative process. Action stage love. It's never discussed, and it's obviously ignored in the cartoons because they were made at a time when you couldn't even acknowledge the existence of such a thing, but it's still so yeah. obvious. He's talking about Snagglepuss character. Yeah. Still closeted. Dealing with the cultural scene of the 50s, especially on Broadway where everybody's gay or is working with someone who's gay but not talking about it. And it's a way to have a creative culture out of silence. That's fantastic. Snagglepuss as a gay Southern playwright. So in these comics, are they going to make the WB characters human versions of no. them? No, he'll he'll be a he'll, he'll be, be a, a panther pink, or whatever okay. he is. Yeah, pink tiger. yeah, I don't know if he's a mountain lion or whatever what he is. is. I've been watching a, a lot of ga- a game show uh, network lately, and the match game comes on every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I always think of Charles Nelson Charles Reilly. Nelson, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like Charles no Nelson Reilly okay. had the best game show in the late eighties. It was on at like two in the morning. It was called Sweethearts. It was like a match game. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, "Hi, I'm Charles Nelson Reilly, and welcome to Sweethearts." And, <laughs> so, but if oh, you want to go, so if you want to go even deeper with Charles Nelson Reilly, though, mm-hmm. there was he did a he did a parody of a kids show before Pee Wee Herman did, and it was called Uncle Croc's Block. Oh my god! Where he was dressed as a crocodile. Oh, okay, and, and he was making this, this yeah. Is before Lidsville, this is this was about after Lidsville, oh, but it was pre Pee Wee Herman. He was doing a parody of a kid show before Pee Wee Herman. 
Go look it on YouTube. Uncle Croc's block. It's it's awful. I, I, think, I think the Can world's I, been a lesser place since he passed. I think so. Can I admit uh, something? Hmm? We're talking about reimagined characters. Mm-hmm. I'm disgusted with myself. Hmm? But I fucking love Riverdale, dude. Are you watching that? I can't Fuck. get into it, but I keep hearing I, yes, good things I about it. I watched it. the first one with you. I wouldn't say yeah, they're, I wouldn't say they're good things. I would say they're complimentary things. I don't know anybody who actually loves it. Uh, it is such great trash. It's just fucking trash. Because that's what I hear is it's like 90210, but it's, it's Archie tra- and Jughead. No, it's, uh, it's like Archie 90210 and like With Twin Peaks had a baby. Um, and murder. So there's a supernatural element to it then. Not yet, but they said Sabrina the Teenage Witch is going to well, come yeah, gonna, uh, But I'm thinking the way they kind of do things on this, like um, she'll probably just be like the goth kid, mm-hmm. right? I didn't realize what a fucking Archie nerd I was. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah. Weren't we all, I, Like, I totally grew up no, reading Archie. I wasn't. You, you didn't no, read my, Archie when you were a little I kid? I was also nah. not an Archie nerd. My, well, Archie, my, Archie, no. was, Archie was a big deal in the 60s and 70s. My aunt, my aunt Sharon. was not born yet. No, my Aunt Sharon gave me all of her Archie comics, <laughs> yeah. and, and I just read them all because but, I loved comics. I didn't yeah. care. What's you know? her name? Uh, like, last week, uh, Barb from uh, Stranger Things. Yes. She shows up. Isn't she... Uh, who is she? She's, uh, I heard she's kind of hot and she, she's what's b- big? Not big Ethel. Yeah, big Ethel. Is she yeah, Ethel? She's big Ethel, and like Reggie's in it. And he's a fucking asshole. Well, he was. But like, I like how they've reimagined Jughead. He's kind of like his. He's well, like he can't a, wear that stupid hat. He wears a version of it. A version, but of it's all black. But yeah. it's still got the little. It's shit. got the buttons on it. Yeah. Oh, and Veronica's fucking hot. Ugh. Oh, somebody told me Madge and Amick is in that. Yeah, she's, she's Archie's mom. No, she's or Betty's mom. Betty's mom. That's it. Luke, okay. P- Luke Perry is Archie's dad. I don't know who the fuck these people are. Exactly. Dude, I, like, I know who Luke like, Perry is. Moose is in it, and the and their gay character Kevin, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And, he's uh, the fucking cherries and fucking everything is so good. I don't know what any of this means. It's terrible, but so good. Wait, it's Riverdale my, isn't that a city in Salt Lake? Or it's in up, Utah. It's up north, I used to yeah. live in Utah. Yeah. Riverdale. Live in River Utah. Ten. No, no River, I live. In, I used to live in Riverdale. Yeah, Riverdale. It's up there by. If you like Archie, watch it. It's stupid. Right. And uh, Jimmy just Google imaged Uncle Croc. Oh God. Uncle Croc's block. There he is. Wow. Charles Nelson Riley. Fuck. Dressed right. as a dressed as a crocodile. Straight as an arrow. <laughs> yes. But he would uh, he would have you know segments where they would do funny shit and then he'd show a cartoon and it was it was it was awful. Anyway. Ha. <laughs> uh, let's see. Moving along, I've got I've got so much stuff. Hot dog hasn't shown up yet though in Riverdale. <laughs> Hot dog has not. What, what about the old that's Jughead's dog? I mentioned it between the episodes. I just think it's a cool casting. But uh, uh, Donald Glover as uh, Simba in the live action Lion King. Oh yeah, yeah. Fox with it. I think that's badass. And then James Earl Jones is coming back as Mufasa. That, of course. Well, okay. Here's a question. Yeah, they here's call it live action, but. It'll There's be... not a single human character in that. It's all going to be computer generated, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Probably. I'm trying. To, I it'll think... be like the Jungle Book. Yeah, not, it will be like the Jungle Book. I'm not sure well, if they did a lot of uh... Jungle Book had a human in it, so it was live. The Jungle Book. They they used real animals. Well, here's they what you don't CGI. know. No, they were all CGI. Every single one of them was a puppet. That's, Tony. Uh, they were I, all. I feel like you're wrong. Now I'm they were confused. all stuffed animals. <laughs> I'm going to say worn by <laughs> Charles Nelson Wright. I don't think so. <laughs> Um, you know, here's here's what you don't know is there actually is a human in the Lion King. They just cut the part out. It's a zookeeper that just comes up to Hey! <laughs> knock that shit off! Get off the rock! Stop singing. Oh, you're singing and dancing meerkats. You're keeping up the old lady. Uh, Are couple you guys of, seeing this or am you, I stoned? Do you know the best, my favorite secret about uh, Lion King, though, is because uh, James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Uh-huh. But then Madge Sinclair is uh, the queen. And do you know what they were together in? 
I, what? Roots? No. Coming to America? It's it's to me. I like to pretend this is where the Lion King takes place. Cocoon. They're the king and queen of Zamunda. Wait, he wasn't in. Cocoon. Oh yeah, and coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> And so every time I watch Lion King, you can hear their voices, and it's the same King and Queen of Zimundin coming to America. And I'm like, they better cast her, too. I'm not sure if she's still alive or not, but that they should cast her. Is she alive? Uh, a couple of quick things. James Gunn has warned everyone that uh, the songs that you've heard in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailers may or may not be in the final film. Oh, oh she passed away. He says, well, that's too bad. Damn he it. says, all of them are for my short list for songs I'd like to fit in the movie, but not all of them are in the movie. So I saw a thing on Twitter from... James Gunn, where he said that Groot will not he know will. anything from Guardians One. It's like a new Groot. Well, yeah, he he regrew. He, he regrew from. So he's he, and he's stupid, apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah. Huh. He likes shiny buttons. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, the producer of the Predator movie says Arnold Schwarzenegger will not be in it. No. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. I want to be in that movie, but they don't uh, want to pay me enough money. I felt bad, but I watched. <laughs> I watched the entire season of The New Apprentice. <laughs> was I good in it? It's, it's a shitty game show. I have, so, I have yes, I was. The Apprentice. I have alimony. <laughs> alimony. Got to make alimony payments. Alimony. <laughs> and my favorite metal is aluminum. <laughs> they're making a movie. Yes. About waiting in line to see Star Wars. Oh, God. Jeez, okay. that sounds as exciting as waiting waiting in line for Star Wars. <laughs> The movie about lining up to see a Star Wars movie, a time-honored tradition that's covered pretty much every film in the saga. A film will now a fictional group of Star Wars diehards who camp out in front of Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. Yeah, after, after Disney announces that the first people in line after four days will be given walk-on cameo roles in the next film in the saga. So it's not just about, you know, standing I thought in line. it was a it's, documentary. Was there lines for the first Star Wars movie? Oh, oh God, yeah. Did they have a huge, a huge launch, or did it grow more? No, it, I don't think there was big... It, it started small. It grew at first, yeah. Like, yeah. But then once word got out, that's when... Block. That's when the lines within, within weeks. Okay, okay. Within weeks. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Oh. And uh, while we're on Star Wars, uh, there is a new actor playing R2-D2 now. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> big his, Pope. His I'm name, cranky. His name is Jimmy V. And Jimmy Dean, he's like sausage. Jimmy V, and he uh, studied. Uh, w- he worked with Kenny Baker the last time that Kenny played. So, so is he all right, one? Jimmy. Let me show you how you do this. You open the can, you get in, and you sit there, and it rolls around. And okay, let's go. Boop, even, boop. Try not to fight in there. He didn't even do that in the last two. Just, oh, no, I know. Just remote control. Yeah, he just hung on the side of on the back. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, let's see. What do we? What do we got? Uh, do, we, do we have games or anything? Like oh yeah, that? are we in the we're, second half? Already? Yeah, we're in the second half. Oh already. wow, yeah. Time flies. This is a huge week. How it's week. huge? I don't know. You you had quite a few last I week. So well, I had, I had such I a good time playing. Huge, per- I mean good. Oh, not not quantity, quality. quality. I don't yes. know. Farmer's daughter mode was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that scene where she's slopping pigs. Yep, and then she slops the yep. other pig. Hey oh. I don't I don't know what that means. It means giving well, a beach. Tony, I'm, oh. I'm saying do not go on YouTube and type in farmer's daughter video from the seventies. Okay. Yeah, just no. Your wife will be very upset with you. Farmers, daughter. But I would suggest looking for the episode of Mr. Show where they do a musical out of that joke. Nice. 
Farmer's Daughter what on YouTube? That's, yeah. a, that's uh, actually that's the, the first episode. The, uh, the, is it? the yeah, softcore yeah. Farmer's yeah. Daughters movies are all on YouTube. It's, I don't know yeah. how. I don't even know why it was a genre. <laughs> don't stick but, a dick in these holes. <laughs> don't stick a dick in these holes. Mr. Show, look at look. When you get done slopping pegs, Loretta, you get in here. This salesman's got something he got to sell you. Farmer's Daughter, 1947. Oh no, that's that's probably not one you want to watch. <laughs> Although Betty White was really hot. Sounds old. Oh, she was on an uh, episode of Match Game too. She looked good. Betty She's White. Oh, all right. Uh, so we'll do the lesser known ones first. Uh, something called Story of Seasons, Trio of Towns for the 3DS. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, that's all the that's all the ones we don't care about. Um, this week comes out uh, Torment, Tides of Numenera. Now Lee. Should be familiar-ish with this idea, yeah. Because Planescape Torment, well, Torment's a video game, but Numenera is a Monty Cook role-playing game. Yeah, so it's it's based on that kind of stuff. And I I was I was a a backer on on Numenera. It's a really good system. It's it's instead of having a whole bunch of stats, you have three stats. So it's basically you make up a paragraph about what your character is, and that's how your character plays. Nice. So I backed it, too. I haven't played it yet. It's a storytelling game. That's all there is to it. There's no dice. There's It's hmm. it's all just basically, you tell me what your character's doing, I'll tell you whether it works. Oh, you mean the actual game, yeah, not the, the video game. game. The video game I have not. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I remember Torment pretty well. Yeah, so this is a spiritual successor to Torment. A lot of the same guys that worked on that game in the, in the mid-'90s built this one as but well. But with Monty Cook throwing a lot of, of, of his storytelling stuff into it. So oh, okay. That's, that's cool. Yeah, so that one looks pretty good. Coming out on all systems, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, the season pass, full season disc of The Walking Dead, A New Frontier. Mm. Is that the Telltale game? That's Telltale. the Telltale one, so yeah. Good. So uh, that's looking pretty good. Now, this one is a PlayStation 4 exclusive, and it looks really good so far. It's called Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, this is the same company that made the Killzone games, which it's super different than the Killzone games. Killzone was futuristic uh, shooter, mm-hmm. sci-fi shooter. This one is a post-apocalyptic open-world game where you play a, a female protagonist, and uh, they haven't really divulged m- really what the story is yet, but you walk around in this world and run around, and it's it's this post-apocalyptic era where uh, robots have evolved into animals, so you have these giant robotic dinosaur-looking things, yeah, smaller she, she robotic. Them. Yeah, she hunts them for yeah. their pieces, basically. Transformers: the, Beast Wars. No, yeah, kind of. There, there yeah. is there. The cinematics from this, it's from real gameplay, is some of the most breathtaking stuff oh, ever. Looks gorgeous. She she collects power cores from the robots, mm-hmm. <coughs> and that's how she brings them back to the tribal people. Exactly. Yeah, humans have basically been. Uh, uh, relegated to tribal communities mm-hmm. now living on the outskirts of these wildlands where yeah. these giant robot animals walk it, around. It's it's an intense looking game. <clears throat> Looks really neat. Uh, also, big, big week for Nintendo. The Switch comes out this week. I was just about to ask that. Yeah. 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 So I have that pre-ordered, and I'll be Eggs able to talk it about it the next time. Not yeah, next episode, it. but the episode after. By, let us know. Yeah. By, by this by this episode, we should know if our, uh, if our friend Jesse has that job at Nintendo that she tried out for. Oh, Ooh. cool. Best Jess, of luck. Jesse's a super cool lady, so I hope she gets the job. Nice. So along with the launch of the Switch, there's uh, you know quite a few games launching at the same time. You have a new Bomberman game, if you like the old Bomberman yes. style. Uh, multiplayer. Yes. Super Bomberman R. Uh, then you have also a new Just Dance game if you like that kind of stuff. Nah. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. So one of the games that they showed off a lot when they showed off the Nintendo Switch was called 1-2-Switch. 
And I don't know if you guys have seen any videos of that, but it... Sounds like the beginning of a Dr. Seuss title. <laughs> One, two, switch. <laughs> so it uses the, the new controllers that the Switch has, and they try to get you to play with the controllers looking at the screen as little as possible, and you play against the other person face-to-face. Mm-hmm. -face. So they have like a quick-draw game. They have a game where you simulate milking a cow, and whoever can milk the cow huh? fastest wins. It's so basically it's you can't farm see it because of the hand I use. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking win that Come game. Come on, uh, it is the farm. There, there you go, there you go, you motherfucker. <laughs> so it's got like thirty some odd mini games that you compete with your friends against to get high scores. Like How much that. does the Switch cost? Switch is uh, two ninety nine. People are paying three hundred dollars for a Switch. Yeah. Wow. Well, that that I used to go out. My dad used to make, make me carve one myself all the time. The like, Switch break, break one off the tree. But none of that matters. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> none of that matters because launching with the Switch also is the new Zelda game. Yeah. Zelda Breath oh, of the yeah. Wild. And it looks fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to get that one and play it. It's the first Zelda game that's kind of been reimagined into an open world, you know, Skyrim style where you can go anything you can <clears throat> see, you can go to, you can check it out. Uh, the creators even said if you want to, you can start the game and go fight the end boss right then. You'll get destroyed. Because you uh -huh. haven't collected you any power-ups no, or leveled exactly. up your character or anything like that. But, but you can't. Don't you tell you me can. that. You don't know me. Yeah, well, go ahead and try it, Jimmy. <laughs> Film it for us. <laughs> so I'm very excited for that game. I can't wait for that one. I love the Zelda games. And I love open-world fantasy games. So it's a perfect combination. And that was the end of Tony. And you'll never see me again. Ever <laughs> again. Yeah, that's, what, that's why I'm like stroking your oh, arm. Well, actually... Since the Switch is a home console as well as portable, I'll just bring it and play it when that's we record. That's right, you can. Yeah. Well, but then good... who's going to do our levels? Yeah, that's, that's a good producer. <laughs> what? What'd you say? Huh? Uh, I'm just find what? the boss. Shut Jay, up. Jay and Shannon are yelling into the microphone again. <laughs> be quiet. I'm a Zelda now. Mm -hmm. so. I know it's so, going to be yeah. a while because it's been forever. So this is like Nintendo's. And how long is, has one and PlayStation 4 been out? Like. Oh, yeah. So three so years? if we want to get into the details of that, the, the PS4 and the Xbox One has been about three years. Yeah. Wii U came out uh, right before, like a year before the Xbox One and the so PS4. So a four-year rotation? It's about four years for Nintendo. So um, maybe next E3 they'll probably announce something. Uh, maybe. I, I think they're kind of hoping that this one takes. Yeah, they're hoping that this one gets traction <laughs> because they've... Because uh, the Wii U just didn't take. No, it didn't. It sold very poorly. Yeah. Um, but the Switch, the pre-order pre numbers are huge. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, but they're always huge for Nintendo because you got Nintendo they have diehards. Yeah, there's so, a lot of senior citizens out there, and they just <laughs> they got a lot of retirement <laughs> homes playing. But uh, it, it, as far as comparing against the PS4 and the Xbox One, its graphic capability isn't quite as good as the Xbox One, and it's not nearly as good as the PS4. But that's not why people buy Nintendo systems. No, they don't buy them for the graphics. You buy them for the titles. They buy your them for the titles. Zelda, your Mario, exactly, because so, they're fans. I'm excited. All right, uh, movies, oh. Blu-rays. Let's see. Oh. This one's, uh, here we go. Blue Race. I think we're all going to be happy for this one. It's uh, Doctor Strange. Yay! Yeah. So, yeah, get that one. Uh, they sent it to me. I haven't opened it yet, so I haven't checked out the, the lead scenes that They're you were talking about. They're fantastic. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a documentary uh, about the making of. There's, mm -hmm. there's a couple of outtakes. There's the standard gag reel. There is a 20-minute um, stage three. Or phase oh, phase three, three documentary that gets into they show some of the stuff some of the shooting at Black Panther. Oh, good. Um, uh, there's also uh, Thor and his roommate part two. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> um, that that one's uh, really kind of fantastic because Thor is trying to explain to a class of, of children um, why he wasn't called, which they hinted at in the first <clears throat> oh, one. Okay. But in the second one, he really gets into 
Oh, good. I'm curious you know, now. They, Why they he wasn't in Civil War? Yeah, no one, okay. no one called. Because the battle would be over in two minutes. Yeah. Well, that's you have to take the two cosmic level uh, characters out. Right. Hulk and Thor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that they keep referencing to that because in the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, he's in class. He's like, Peter, are you paying attention? And he's looking at a YouTube video of the airport fight scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just keep going back. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, the reason that Jay cannot say Oscars uh, so white. Is Moonlight's now out, mm-hmm. and it's a damn good movie. Yeah, that one's good. Um, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Meyer Sarma Ali. Yeah, Mar- Marciani Ali. Yeah, Mar Sarma Ali. Cottonmouth yeah. from from Luke Cage. Oh yeah, yeah I he's like so it. good. Yeah. It was on like the wire too. Um, right? Remy Danton from House of Cards, the black guy, the other black guy that didn't get killed as early as you'd expect in Hunger Games. Yeah, mm. no, fantastic. I think, and he's nominated for the Oscars too. He's in Hidden Figures as well. Great. Yep, that's true. Uh, so that one's good. Another great film. They just they just kind of put them together as a blu- uh, Blu-ray set, but uh, the Raid Collection. Oh, okay. And so uh, feels like one and thoughtful. Two. Yeah. Punch, punch, stab, kick. Oh my god, <laughs> the movie. I there, wish- there, there is a scene. There is a scene in the first Raid movie where the guy is fighting a bunch of dudes in a hallway, and he's just spinning around and cutting their uh, the the tendons on the back of their heels. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's a bunch wow. of guys that, yeah, it's, and he's just spinning around, slashing. Them, just, See, I barely made my way through the first one. It's such a good movie. No, it when just, you said the second one was grosser, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Just imagine yeah. playing like Double Dragon and Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, together, and it's just a button masher of a film. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Oh, I, I absolutely love the raid. And what's funny, the, my first memory I, I, that I have of it is when you ever go to like a Sundance press screening. You always have the most uptight assholes in yes, there. Yes, I hate them. And they're like, whether it's funny or not, like people just don't laugh. It's like you know. Yeah. And so uh, I'll never forget. I went to one to the screening up in Park City for the raid, and every critic and they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I mean, like you know, like freaking the fuck out. And so then, uh, that was the year that I saw 55 movies, and and I say 55, but technically 54 because I saw Raid twice, and Vice and I <laughs> went to go see the midnight screening down at the Broadway in downtown, and like just hearing everybody fucking lose their minds again. I think yep. that movie's fantastic. That movie's awesome. That movie got me oh, laid I liked it, but twice. I it was gross, and it made me feel icky. <clears throat> it got me laid. Isn't that movie basically the same as uh, Judge Dredd? No, nope. that what? kind well, of this very, one, very similar? Well, I mean, the, oh, yeah, you're same. climbing up to the top of a tower and killing everybody in your way. Well, but, isn't that yeah. the whole point of the raid? It'll no. get you yeah. laid. Okay. It'll, the movie will get you laid. <laughs> what was it? Were those two came out the same time? They were, give or take? They were, they were close. close. About the yeah, same year. Because remember, you wanted to do that for like a movie night. I did. Did we do it? I don't know. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. If we did, it was towards the end. Yeah. If we did not, it was planned. We uh, did not do it. No. The Gate is on Blu-ray? Oh! Yeah. The Gate. The 1980s? 1984, yeah. oh, I think? Somewhere around there. And is that the one with the kid that yeah. keeps reanimating people or bringing people back from the, the gate? gate? I think so. It's been a while. That movie was hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> not quite Not quite the stuff bad, but not quite Chud good. Yeah. And then uh Chud good. You won't you won't get to see the real Bob in this, but uh Fuller House season one is now out. Yeah. Bob's not in that? Yeah. No, I'm saying you won't see the real Bob. Oh okay. yeah. He's uh <laughs> he's Danny, Danny Tanner. Danny yeah. Tanner, yeah. He's just, he's just Danny Tanner, not Bob Saggy. Alright. That good enough? I feel like Mr. B. Hey Ham. Hmm. Glad your life is shit now, you <laughs> fucking jerk. <laughs> 